0: Hi, I'm Allison Prophet, Managing Editor of BioIT World. The Medical Informatics World Conference, taking place April 8th and 9th in Boston, will bring together industry leaders and decision makers in the fields of health IT, healthcare, biomedical sciences, pharmaceuticals, and IT for two days of presentations and discussions on research advances, information trends, and new enabling technologies in healthcare. Joining me today is Brian Dixon, who will be speaking in the Population Health Management. Segmentation and Stratification Tract. Brian is an assistant professor of health informatics at Indiana University. His research focuses on developing and evaluating innovative technologies and processes for managing knowledge regarding individual patients and populations. Welcome, Brian.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Um, so, the conference, you'll be speaking on leveraging health information exchanges to achieve population health surveillance requirements of meaningful use. Can you tell us what that actually means?
1: I'm happy to, Allison. So the 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 meaningful use has an incentive program offered by the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services to incentivize hospitals and providers to adopt health information technologies. And when they released um, their different the different stages, uh, the requirements for each stage, the CMS. Um, first in stage one Encouraged, and then in stage two, required um, what they call health information exchange, which essentially is sharing clinical or administrative data about patients between uh, unaffiliated providers. So it's not, you know, it's not a, a hospital that owns a private practice, and and they ha- they share the same IT platform. It's really the the ability to share information from one IT platform to another, and. <coughs> Um, and so, what, what I'm going to be discussing in my presentation is uh, is how to leverage health information exchange um, infrastructures that are being developed all across the country um, in response to meaningful use um, and additional uh, dollars that have been provided from the federal government to each state to support health information exchange. How to leverage that infrastructure to achieve meaningful use criteria for your for an organization or or a practice um and uh and at the same time achieve what is being called population health uh which is or population health surveillance which is the ability to monitor uh the spread of disease um and the health of populations um which is part of the requirements now for achieving accountable care, which is another federal regulation um, that's bearing down upon the healthcare system. So, it, what I'm gonna talk about is the, the infrastructure that's being developed in the country to support these activities, um, how they're aligned with one another, and how uh, individual providers and, and hospitals and integrated delivery networks uh, can and should leverage these infrastructures to achieve Uh, the goals that have been set forth by recent regulations.
0: Great. Can you um, give us just one example of a best practice for leveraging these HIT platforms?
1: Absolutely. So, uh, a lot of my work uh, on the practice side has been done in the area of laboratory data exchange. So today, in about every hospital in the country and and every group network of of clinical practices, um, the laboratory, there's a laboratory information system that sends the results of of the laboratory tests back to the ordering provider. Um, And so this data is being generated electronically all the time and and sent back to uh, providers. They're going into electronic health record systems. They're now being Sent to health information exchanges so that they can be accessed by providers across a community or across a state who happen to be uh, treating the same uh, patient and so um, uh, there's both meaningful use regulations as well as accountable care regulations um, that that put the burden on providers who are caring for the same patient so to sort of coordinate their activities well in order to coordinate uh, medications uh, or other therapy for the patient, it's important for providers to monitor uh, certain laboratory results, certain tests that are required uh, for medications or certain tests that may be required to monitor uh, overall progress on health and well-being. Well, these electronic messages that are generated today in laboratory information systems and are, and are being sent around to EHRs and, and health information exchanges uh, provide a good example of how if you have a common infrastructure for doing data exchange, you can leverage this for a number of things. So one is you can make sure that the results get to the provider that they're intended to get to. So you can deliver the results um, to to the person who ordered it. At the same time, you can make the results available to all the other providers in the community who are also treating that patient and have a need to know that information. Also, you can take this same stream of information that's flowing across the systems and you can put some uh, an analytics uh, module or or another program on top of it that looks at these results and and looks for certain things. So for example, uh, from a public health perspective, if you want if you monitor a stream of laboratory data, you can detect when diseases that are required to be reported to public health authorities comes across the wire, you can automatically snag that result and send it to public health and that's what we're doing that's that's what we've done here uh in Indiana where we've got uh, a module that sits there and looks for sexually transmitted infections, looks for um, methicillin, uh, staph aureus uh, resistance uh, cultures and reports those to public health or MRSA. We're also looking for uh, things like uh, lead in, uh, t- in blood results and reporting those to public health. So if you're looking at this data stream that's coming across and you can find things that are of particular interest to Uh, to public health, and you can automatically report those rather than creating yet another system that's just focused on doing that. You can also take the same data stream for laboratory results uh, and look for uh, trends in laboratory values. So if you're uh, monitoring a population of diabetic patients, you could look for increased or decreased hemoglobin A1C levels, for example, to tell if a diabetes intervention program is working within your ACO network or within your hospital or within an entire community. So those that's just one example of a, an electronic data stream that if you build a common core infrastructure around it, you can do a lot of things, not only to meet the sort of current criteria for meaningful use and ACO regulation, but also... For improving population health into the future.
0: Very cool. So besides your own talk, which sounds like it's going to be really interesting, what else are you excited about for this year's meeting?
1: Well, I'm excited about a number of the presentations. There's a lot of, I think, innovative faculty who will be presenting at this year's conference, um, one of which I'm very excited about is uh, is a talk that focuses on how uh, f- uh, Pharma companies like Merck can partner with academic organizations to improve the pipeline to, uh, you know, from sort of bench science to medicines that really improve population health. There's also some other talks that are focused around how to um, how to improve disease surveillance and disease management using uh, the the growing adoption of electronic health record systems that are available in clinical practices. So many things to see at this year's conference.
0: Great. Brian, thank you so much. Um, We do hope you'll join us for the full Medical Informatics World event next month in Boston. For more information, please visit www.medicalinformaticsworld.com.